Welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And we started a new K drama! Yeah, we decided this time around we are doing Encounter. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. We watched the first four episodes and it's lovely and beautiful, beautifully done. The acting is amazing and I don't know. These actors. Okay, Raquel, um, I just want to let a little secret out. Because I love sharing my own secrets. It's kind of uh, ruins the point of having them. But apparently, this is the same actress as Descendants of the Sun. Oh no, Em, you did not know? I They cut and colored her hair, and it was like, <laughs> she was a totally different person. Please never cut and color your hair. I will never recognize you again. I would be gone. I'd be a sea of faces. (laughs) Stranger. There's so many new K-dramas about face blindness, and now I know what it feels like. (laughs) I have it. It's Uh, insane. I had no idea. I was clicking through, like, the actor profiles, and it was like, she's in Descendants of the Sun. (laughs) Honestly. Who was she? On Descendants of the Sun. (laughs) Who was she? (laughs) Mikhail. Uh, I'm the stupidest person on this planet. No, this is amazing. I just really (laughs) love it. I do. I think it's so good. I mean, it's nice because then every K-drama actress, you get to be so excited and think, I've never seen someone so beautiful ever before. But you have two K-dramas ago. (laughs) Absolutely. There's so much excitement Because now she can fall in love with this new lead as well. And I'm not as distracted knowing that Descendants of the Sun was so good in itself. And then the two leads got married after. And that's all I ever wanted. But then to take that female lead and put her in another drama should be a little jarring. And it's not because I have face blindness. It's It's like a new person. I know, I kind of wish I could forget who she is because I think about that a lot. And then I told my roommates that because they actually watched this one with me, the first four episodes. I was, I told wow. them she fell in love with and married the actor in the last thing I saw, I personally saw her in. I don't know if she's been in anything between that and this, mm-hmm. but my roommate said... Well, what if she just uh, divorces him and falls in love with this guy? And I had a crisis because I... Why would you say that? Yeah. I I can usually separate myself from these (laughs) things, but in that moment, I kind of wanted to take him to the pit, do a fight. I feel a little betrayed. Yeah, the song songs, they just don't understand. They did not watch (laughs) Descendants of the Sun. They don't know what we've been through. Yeah. What that the said, songs have been through. What the song songs have been through. That said, I do very much love the male lead in this. Oh my god. I feel like a 50-year-old woman who's like the last to get on board with this cute young actor who's probably been in 10 million <laughs> things. And I'm like, Park Bogum is the cutest thing. And I love him. He is the cutest thing, though. It's where I'm at. He's the cutest thing ever. And I'm sure everyone else knows. Everyone else is probably a big, big fan, but not me. Yeah, why didn't y'all tell us that... Why didn't y'all tell us that he's where it's at? Yeah. 
because he is adorable and then the character he plays is I feel like I've used this a lot but not on the podcast yet so I'm gonna throw it in here pure sunshine pure sunshine oh my god even with long hair like usually that doesn't work for me and with him anything you could put him in anything anything I uh felt a little bit, um, I guess, same feeling, but in the opposite direction when my roommate said, oh, I saw him from the back and I thought that they were a cute lesbian couple. And I thought, <laughs> mm, if only gay dramas were that progressive. <laughs> someday. Someday. I'm sure there's some. We'll watch them. We'll watch we'll them watch someday. Them. We'll review we'll them. We'll find them if they're ever on Vicky. Yep. If you know of any, hit us up. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Yep. But no, this one, he's just got cute long hair in the first episode yeah it and is. I it's really it for cute. a minute but i it really grew on me you know who it reminds me of a little bit that haircut an american actor in a show <laughs> you know exactly where i'm going with think, this do you think i could guess this yeah i do think you could guess this um i don't want to okay you're gonna laugh so this is um one of Emily's favorite actors. Oh, oh. <laughs> okay, oh, we're there, we're there, we're there. That's why I like him. Okay. Yeah. Does now he I see. remind you a little bit? We'll, we'll tell you guys in just a second. But first <laughs> I want to ask Em, does he not remind you a little bit of him? He does. Yeah. Now I know. I'm over here like, I don't usually like guys with long hair when my longtime forever crush goes through those lengths. Yep. Uh, Emily, do you want to? I'll I'll just tell him. Emily's longtime forever crush is Matthew Gray Googler from Criminal Minds. He played Doctor Reed. Dr. He plays. Spencer Reed. I think it's still going. That yeah. show is infinite. Plays. Damn. Yeah. That show has been uh, what like a million seasons now. Eighty. Yeah, it's like fifteen. Damn. Maybe more. Yeah, and he's on. I think every one of them. He's been in every episode. Oh my god, what a champion. Also, sometimes he used to come visit our hometown in the summers. Yep, and that was a <sighs> was huge deal. Yeah. Did you ever meet him? him? I did not. Me neither. But we know people that did. And that's basically like meeting him. Yeah, we're practically celebrities now. Oh man, now I see why I have such a big crush on Park Gum's hair. Yeah, it is. It's beautiful. And then he cuts it all off, and it's still beautiful. It took me a minute. I think <laughs> the first time I saw it, short. Wait, the first time I think is in the interview. It's like a flashback. And he's mm -hmm. got it done all fancy, so I was like, that's cute. And then he kind of has the forward look that is more relaxed. And it took me a minute to let that grow on me. I wasn't too big a fan, but it's his smile. <laughs> his smile is so sweet, and it's what this show needs. What a perfect casting. I also like their age difference. Me it's too. fairly significant. I think that's really neat. I also like that uh, in this particular K-drama, she is the wealthy, older, reserved... CEO. CEO, which is usually how they cast the male lead, or how they write the male lead, is being the, the rich one, and then there's usually the happy-go-lucky, free, kind of a mess, but you love them so much, and uh, god, you just can't get enough of them. Usually female, this time around male, and wow. I am here for it. I'm here I for- I didn't realize the role reversal. 
Yeah, I'm here for an emotionally uh, capable and healthy male lead, and then a female lead that has mommy issues instead of a male lead that has daddy issues. <laughs> feels really good. <laughs> That's interesting that you said that, because maybe I've never had this problem before, but this is one of the first ones where I was like, don't make a CEO date someone really low in the company. That's a power imbalance that seems unhealthy, whereas a lot of other shows do that, and I've probably never noticed. Yep, it's that thing where, for some reason, even when you are a feminist, it's hard to not be, like, weirdly critical of certain things when the role reversal happens. You just notice it. even know. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a societal thing. But I'm so here for it. I'm super, super here for it. The only thing that made it hard was I I don't, I don't even believe in it. Doesn't matter where the genders lie. I don't love uh, power imbalances in relationships. But that said, if we're going to do a power imbalance, can it be the woman who's in charge? <laughs> for what? For once. Which is an interesting uh, thing that they've done where kind of if he loses his job, he is the eldest son of his household. And in Korea, that seems to carry weight as having to be kind of responsible for his family, where it seems like getting this job, he's stepped up a lot and reached his parents and his neighborhood's expectations of him. So to lose this job would mean a lot more than perhaps a, a female being in this role and maybe her losing her job. She could get by for a while and nobody would really care yeah or they'd care in different ways and it would they'd still care in very different ways it would still suck but also i, I think know. they'd feel more bad for her that she lost her job whereas in this drama if he lost his job i think people might be more disappointed in him yeah except i did get the feeling that his dad wouldn't have minded if he had just come and worked at the shop with him oh uh. His family, okay, I think we mentioned that the moms in this show are insane. Maybe we did it on our last take. I don't know. On our first take. The moms in this show are insane, except for his parents. His mom and his dad are so cute. They have to live. They have to live (laughs) in this K-drama. I will fucking throw down if they don't live. I will be so sad. His dad can't get sick and die. Oh my god. You can't take him away from us. He's a good person. Don't do this to him. Everyone in Kim Jin Hyuk's life is amazing. And I love it. I love the circle of security and sunshine that he has radiated and cultivated. Because I love his parents. They're adorable. I love his younger brother, who I found out is the rapper from one of my favorite groups. Oh, what? All Stars, right? What? I didn't even know. How would I have face blindness? <laughs> Looked it up. It's so exciting. I love him so much. Um, then he's got his best friend who owns a little bar and milk shop. I like him a lot. I like him a lot. Do you think that he's going to get together with her secretary friend? I'm saying yeah. I'm going to say yeah, too. I would like that very much. Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. If y'all could just give up on hitting on your poor girlfriend over here, who I also love. It's fine. It's fine that they're hitting on her. She seems to be in charge of the situation. Yeah. She is super dope. I really like her. She's super dope. There's that moment 
in I think it was episode four, maybe, where the article is released and there's a scene before where somebody asks her to write it and she says no, but then she goes through some things and you're like, oh, she's reading it out loud. Did she write it? And you think for a moment that she has betrayed him. They pulled the I'm rope so out. mad. Yeah. I was so mad too. Uh, I was stoked that she did not do it though. I was... I guess I just didn't want her to have... I don't know her character. We've been in this for four episodes now. I didn't want her to have some kind of petty storyline or some kind of weird redemption arc where she had to repent for what she had done. I didn't want that for her because I really like her. And I also don't love the catty, jealous friend, because I just, I love friendship so much. And I think if they're really friends, then they wouldn't ever do that. They wouldn't ever do anything to hurt each other. So I wasn't, I wasn't here for it. And I'm so glad they didn't go down that path. They were like, no, she doesn't know who did it either. She's pissed. Uh-huh. And she's worried about her friend. And it's great. I love her. We could still be on our team. Yep. And the line she says, I obviously didn't write it down because that's who I am now. <laughs> but the line she says where they're trying to convince her to do it and she said, it would never even cross my mind. I don't need anything you have to offer me. And I'm like, girl, yes, girl, yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, She's very good. You know who she's very good. surprisingly good in this though? Is it the driver? I'm No, I, he's unsurprisingly good. I love him a lot. Dang it. All right, give me the surprising one. The ex-husband. Okay, I have so many feelings about him, Raquel. <laughs> I finished watching the first time. First time a couple weeks ago. Went through all the episodes, and I was like, I'm falling in love with the ex-husband. And then, okay, I rewatched it. I read a little more carefully all the lines about what he did in the past. And now I don't know where I stand. It's hard, because I don't think that they should be in a relationship. I don't want them to get back together, obviously. But I want good things for him because nothing he has said in the present time, in the not past, I think is particularly, I think he's right. I think he's a really right person. Pretty much all the time, even his motivations seem pretty good. It's a little bit disappointing that he is kind of trying to win her back because it's not what she wants. But at the same time, he has vocally said she get she has a choice in what where her life goes, and no one gets to control how things go for her or who she chooses or where she ends up. It's her life. And if she wants to come back to him, then she has to choose it. And I'm here for that. I'm here for I'm that. So uh that's why I fell in love with him. He gives so many speeches to his mom about like leaving her alone and letting her choose what's best for her. If that's him, then that's obviously what he wants, but he can't force it on her. Oh, that's so good. It's so good. I really do like him a lot so far. I do feel like he's a, he's a one rejection away from snapping and becoming a <laughs> monster. <laughs> but I think it's that whole thing where you just can't trust a rich kid. Mm. Can't trust him, sorry. Unless you're rich and you listen to this podcast, you're a good egg. <laughs> you're doing fine. You're doing Take fine. our advice. Whatever. <laughs> we never give advice. We should give more advice. We should give some advice. Just in case rich kids are listening. Hey, rich kids, my advice to you, give your money away. <laughs> and then don't be rich. Okay? Don't be rich. 
that's my advice to you. You're welcome. We don't get paid for this, so you're welcome. You're welcome. Do you want to sponsor us? Give your money away. Mayhaps to us. What else is going on? Oh, the moms. <laughs> okay, so we talked about it in take one, and then we cut take one because it was a mess. Let's get back into it. Let's make it a mess. Let's make take two even worse. Um, the moms, the other moms in this K-drama are insane. And I love it. They're good villains, but I hate it because uh, there's a little bit of that suspension of disbelief where you, if this is your first drama, welcome to the world of K-dramas where a contract can say, I will take away your rights. <laughs> Just that. That's all. Just that. What does that imply? What does don't you have like? to specify? I don't understand. I don't know about contracts, but I don't think that's how they work. I can't fathom a world in which you can make a slavery contract that takes <laughs> away people's rights. I can't imagine it. So the first half of the clause is already unreasonable enough that says you can't cause a scandal. Right. It's like, okay, I'm not one of you anymore. My scandals will not affect you. I'm out. Show your stupid mouth. I'll do what I want. Yeah. But then, to tack on, and if you do, you're my slave. You will lose rights. All of them. Yeah, and I think contracts usually involve losing the right to some things, but you've gotta make those airtight. <laughs> you can't just say all, all your rights. You have to say your rights to... The hotel, or your, your rights. rights to take young stocks. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you can't just throw out your rights. <laughs> Insanity. Because then do you just go through the list, you pull out the Constitution, and you're like, okay, <laughs> so here's your right to freedom, that one's ours now, and here's your right to uh, say what you want, that's ours now. Ours ours. We'll take that one. Here's your right to vote. We'll go ahead and we'll keep it. We'll take your vote. That's gonna be ours, too. It's like, what? Fucking what? Why did you sign that? But also, how did they write that? I don't know. All of this is such a mystery. Yeah, girl, you're pretty rich. You can probably afford a lawyer to just look over some documents for you and make sure you're not signing all of your rights away if you eat ramen with a cute young man. So maybe should have considered that. Mm. 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 <laughs> it's just weird. And then they, the moms want them to get back together now. Yeah. The reasoning. Uh, something about the presidency. And her dad seems super chill for someone who's a politician. Do you sometimes worry that he's gonna flip it all around and also snap and like she'll try and do what she wants because as long as she feels guilty about doing what she wants he's like cool with it but as soon as she like tries to express how she actually feels he's like think about what this means for me i can't tell i have no idea he seems a little bit like a puppet to her mom right now which is insane because he's the politician but he was friends with driver Nam? Is that his name? Driver so. Dan? <laughs> Driver Dan. Driver, nice man. Uh, <laughs> and they were all nice men. There's the driver, assemblyman, and husband of the section chief. 
there's three best friends, as far as I'm aware. Yes. And they were good, good men. And one is going on to the presidency. And how he got such a crazy wife, I'm not clear on. But he seems like he's kept his head on. I'm not worried about him snapping, which maybe will make the snap that much louder, but... Yeah. I hope I that he doesn't. Him. It's that same thing. I don't know why I'm so distrustful of rich men. <laughs> I just don't trust him. Because <laughs> I, I don't trust him and I don't... I want to I want to keep trusting the ex-husband, but I don't know if I do. He's, he's thrown out some golden lines, though. So, for right now, we're cool. Who, the dad? No, the dad's barely spoken. I, yeah, I, I teleported back, back to the ex-husband, sorry. <laughs> You're entranced by the ex-husband. I do really like the ex-husband. <laughs> what are his golden lines? Oh, about, like, her freedom and... Yeah. Okay. I love uh, Driver Nam. Driver? Chief Nam. It is. It could be Chief. We'll just call him Chief <laughs> for the rest of the podcast. Call him Chief. <laughs> Uh, the chief is doing everything for this this main couple. I love it, but I'm also so worried about it. Yeah, I don't want him to get hurt in the crossfire. I don't want anyone to get hurt in the crossfire. I'd like it if the mothers just took themselves out. <laughs> but my thing, I just can't tell what's going on with the main leads, where there's a scene where the where uh, Kim Jin-hyuk is talking to the secretary, and he says, it's not just a playful curiosity, and then very immediately says, I'm just fascinated. Every time I see her, something unexpected happens. And I'm like, that sounds a lot like playful curiosity. But I don't know, I'm not here to judge. And then homegirl, Cha Soo-hyun, is constantly like, no, thank you. Um, I'm not interested. No, thanks. And then asking to hang out later. I'm like, I don't know if I can support this yet. Yeah. This relationship. I want it to happen because they're both so beautiful. But is there more than that? I want it to happen because I want her to be happy. But I wonder if she's, like, reached a weird point where she's too far in her own thoughts to let herself do that. And part of me is just like, won't you all just be happier if you don't go down this path? I'm not a romantic. Uh-oh. We just found it out. Raquel's not a romantic. <laughs> path of least resistance, please. I'm such a romantic, but even still I'm feeling that, where I guess the writers maybe haven't convinced me that Cha Soo-hyun is excited for the prospect of this relationship. Yeah. She's just said, I like hanging out a lot, and that's exciting, but I have to push you away. And he's said, pass. <laughs> And no, I'm like, thank no, you. it's, uh, let's, let's talk about consent here for a minute. If your homegirl says no, then you stop bothering her. Yeah, and I, th- honestly, to be fair, though, kind of like you said, I think he has tried a couple of times to stop bothering her, and then she's like, but do you want to hang out later? Right? There's this weird back and forth that's so frustrating to me because she's giving off such mixed signals, and they haven't convinced me that she's truly into this yeah i love a good slow burn but also yeah it i don't feel necessarily that she's fully in this and he's much more in it 
And already there's the power imbalance that makes it real tricky. It's really tricky. So when she doesn't really want it, but she's doing it anyway, and he's just a kid that works for her. Oh no. <laughs> let's let's take a step back and uh, blur their faces, their beautiful, enchanting faces, and think about the story for a minute. Oh, it seems a little concerning so far. Yeah. And I'm frustrated because it. it's a K-drama. They're going to get together. I want them to get together. I'm here for the romance. So just convince me that it's there. Don't keep playing at this. Like, she says no, but she means yes sort of vibe. Like, that's not safe. No. What, yes means yes and no means no. And not saying anything, we should actually also probably go with a no one because it's safer than yes. Just assuming yes. Don't assume yes. <laughs> It's bad. So, the amount of times she has said no, I'm frustrated. Yeah. And it's interesting because I do think that they've established pretty good chemistry between the two of them in very small doses. Mm-hmm. Tiny, tiny, infinitesimal little granules that <laughs> they can hold on to, like when they're playing games on the beach. Or I yeah. guess, honestly, the whole first episode, which the is... The whole first episode. I think we talked about this in the first take and not this one. Different, it's like a, a movie. It's like a movie that is completely separate from what we're watching now. In a gorgeous, the best way. I love it. It yes. seamlessly blended into the rest of the K-drama. Like, it wasn't jolting to go back to soul and the k-drama setting it was just fantastic to have this dreamlike first episode that's so beautifully done and yeah it was very artistic it was yes more artistically done than i've seen in a while if not have you seen more artistic k-dramas than that it felt like watching an indie movie ah that's Good way to put it. I don't think so. Felt like watching an indie movie in the early 2000s. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, it was very good. Um, and th But that, the chemistry, they can't just assume or, or make us hold on to that tiny bit of chemistry from the first episode and try and drag it through the next three episodes where she constantly turns him down yeah. and then asks him out. And oh, I hate it. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Or, man, and even worse, the times when she doesn't ask him to hang out, but he's read far too, or he's read too far into the situation, and he's decided that they're hanging out, and you're like, oh shit, kid, go home. <laughs> but it's cute, because she, I don't know, she seems sometimes happy with it, right? Yeah. What am I supposed to do with this, writers? Writers, please. It doesn't feel safe to translate this to the real world. I have to suspend so much disbelief for this drama and uh, not let impressionable teenagers watch this. Yep, just another K-drama we can't let the kids watch. <laughs> can't let the this teens watch. This is not watch. what healthy relationships are like, guys. No. If she never so much as even smiles at you and constantly says no, you gotta leave her alone. Yep, you gotta... Even if you think maybe she's just playing hard to get, that's not a thing. Yeah, I guess I should clarify that even if she smiles at you all the time, you have no right to her. Yeah, still but... not a thing. Still not a thing until she says the words, it's a thing. It's or a thing. vice versa, if he says the words, it's a thing. Don't follow him around, though. Yeah, somewhat, we both have to be a part of the consent, okay? Cool. Go and to... this 
this show doesn't have that yet, and I hate it. Yep, so we'll have to keep having this talk every episode until we get <laughs> two enthusiastic yeses and a great loud high five. A good one. A crisp high five. <laughs> there seems to be maybe an at least an opportunity for a change in the tides at the end of episode four. Yes. Where maybe they'll have a conversation, a DTR, where they will define the relationship and say where they're at and if they're both interested. Probably not, because that would be a normal adult thing to do at that moment. But who's to say? Who's to say? I hope they do. Yeah. I had a hard time interpreting that last scene because she looked like she was having a panic attack and she he, looked like she hated it. He was so proud of himself, though. He thought he did so good. That little sunshine thought he was helping. <laughs> One time in high school, my friends came to my English class, and they sang to me and gave me a little, like, birthday cupcake. And I was so embarrassed. I don't like being looked at, um period ever especially in high school especially no one wants to be looked school. at in high school so i was just beat red and like trying to just look straight forward and not say anything they were like you looked like you were gonna cry you looked very frustrated <laughs> and i was so happy like obviously that's such a nice thing even if i didn't want it it's such <laughs> a nice gesture it made me feel so loved that yes. i was deeply happy Sweet to be um, thought of. Sweet to be thought of, but I couldn't convey that properly. So I get it if the next scene she explains, like, sorry I didn't look happy, but I'm ecstatic about this. She gets to use her words, but she never does use her words, and that's the frustrating thing. She has no emotion on her face. She has trained it out of herself, but then she also lies about her feelings in her words. So it's just hard to tell what's going on with this girl. Yeah. Yeah, I hope they don't just, like, make us assume the whole time, but I, they've set up a pretty emotionally ambiguous character where you just don't know where she's at. You just have to assume because it's a K-drama that she's interested in him. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. Why is it like this? Guys, it doesn't have to be like this. No. So if you want to watch the next four episodes... <laughs> and uh, message us and let us know if we should also watch the next four episodes, or if we could just skip right to episode nine, that'd be dope. I love skipping the middle. Yep. Get right through it. Get into the juicy bits. We're gonna watch the next four, I guess. I mean, yes, we will. Um, <laughs> Certainly we will. Yes. and in So the maybe you don't have to. Maybe we can tell you... Uh, she doesn't seem into it in the next four episodes, and you can say, cool, I'll not watch that. I'll skip to the ones where she likes it. We'll do that. We'll take the hit. Yep. For you guys. And in the meantime, you can email us at playonkpodcast at gmail.com. It's a good place to let us know how you felt about the episodes, or um, it's a little late for that right this instant, but if you want to request a new K-drama, uh, we are always happy to take recommendations, and we're happy to hear from you and your opinions, and that's a good place to get a hold of us. Yes! Um, you can also find all of our past episodes on playonk.com. There you can also... Comment on each individual episode so we know exactly what you're feeling and when. Uh, there you can also sign up for the newsletters 
so that every time we start a new K-drama, we'll send you a little email. Just give you a little heads up. You can watch it and join along. <laughs> uh, we have our, um, what comes next? Twitter. Twitter. We have our Twitter that we don't use. <gasps> I use it once in a while. Yeah, M uses it. I don't know how to Twitter. But we uh, that's a really cool place to just reach out. Let us know you're listening. Let us know. That would be a good place to request new K-dramas as well or just get involved. If you guys got involved with us, I would start to use Twitter. Yeah, for sure. Get Raquel on there. Pressure her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last is iTunes. We have our podcast up on iTunes. So head over there where you can rate, review, and subscribe to us so you never miss an episode. And you can let all the people know how much you like us. A lot. A lot. Thanks so much as always to James Hevel for our theme song. Thanks, James. We love our theme song. And we love you. You're the best. You're the best. Oh, okay, bye. Okay, bye.